Welcome to Capella Roofing's Industry Insights Podcast, where I am your host, and today we are going to be talking with field consultant Sean over at Capella Roofing. And we're going to be discussing actually the the pros and the cons of your common Colorado roofing options and how to tell when it's time for a new roof. So my first question for you is for the Colorado roofs, what are some of the most common residential material uh, options for the roofs? So most typically what we see a lot and what we've been kind of replacing here recently and over the last probably 10 years is the three-tap shingle going away from that because it has a very low wind rating, which is kind of colliding with a lot of the city codes that are coming up these days. So um, what we are most commonly using at this point is going to be all dimensional and architectural shingles, um, which is kind of a little bit catchy because... They want to call everything a lifetime shingle, but really in Colorado, um, because of our weather and our just literally weathering, um, we're only getting 15 to 20 years out of most roof types. Oh, wow. So it's, it's, it's pretty important for people to understand that whenever they're being sold a roof by a common roofer or whoever it may be, that they aren't diving into that idea of it being a 50-year roof or a lifetime roof. Um, okay. There's going to be problems and issues and maintenance along the way to get even nearly close to that. Now, okay, so to back up a little bit, you were talking about um, different different codes and everything like that with the different shingle types of the three three shingles, whatever you said. Three so tab, can, yep. Can you explain that a little bit more, what, what's going on with that? So what that is is it's a, uh, it's a wind resistance rating. Okay. So like in Denver per se, just to do our kind of common hub, um, it's only out of a three-tap shingle, you, can, you get about 60 miles per hour wind resistance. Okay. So, but the code now calls for 110. Oh, that's a huge difference. So it's a big difference and it's very important. That's why even doing layovers, um, which is when you have a roof and you don't demo it off and you put a new roof over top, you could do two of those in Denver. Bad idea. Um, <laughs> and on top of that is, is then we don't have the wind resistance. So it's been kind of a battle between city codes mm-hmm. and insurance companies. Okay. Because they want to pay to replace what's there, but... However, we need to go up to the next level of shingle, which is the dimensional class three right. uh, architectural shingle. So wow. that's what we're seeing a lot of, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Wow. All right. Now, um, what is your your go-to um, option for the shingles, or I guess roof type four color Man- Manufacturers. Um, so out of my manufacturers, I'm our biggest part of our market here in, in Colorado and kind of this whole region is going to be Owens Corning. And I like the duration personally line out of that manufacturer because it has a sure technology, makes it easy for our guys to hit our lines every time. Okay. Um, so that way we're doing perfectly installed roofs with great lines. Everything works out great and it holds stronger in the wind, a lot stronger. Okay. Um, Malarkey's another one that's pretty good. Ico's trying to break in right now. Everyone kind of makes their little runs on things. So, but I go with, I, I always, that's my bread and butter is Owen's Corning. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, um, how... How can you tell when um, it, your roof is in need of a roof replacement versus maybe just a repair? So a couple simple ways for just regular homeowners to be able to tell or have an idea of whenever they're kind of coming up to that point. Um, though you'll start to see the granules from the shingles come down your gutter pans. So at the okay. bottoms of your gutter 
of the downspouts, you'll start to see little granules and stuff kind of start to accumulate over time whenever the roof's really getting to, like, its time. That's like it's ready to go. Yeah. Um, otherwise, whenever you're driving up to your roof, if you see any kind of shiny on, like, a, a dark color or a, just a blank canvas kind of deal and it looks kind of shiny, that's the underlayment fiberglass of the shingle oh, wow. showing. So at that point is whenever you're going to start running into and accumulating different problems. So okay. um, if you're just trying to do a self-judgment, that's what I would do. Otherwise, I would call a professional and have them come out and take a look whenever sure. you start to notice any of these things going on. Okay. Um, and, you know, what about a, uh, a repair? Maybe it's a, it's a new homeowner and they just want to, you know, take ownership. They want to go on the roof. They want to look at things. And yeah. how could they tell maybe if maybe it's not that bad? but maybe there might be signs of repairs. Is there things that they can look at or look for? To be honest with you, um, on that on that type of situation, we'll either find out about it along the process of the buy or sell home if it's a new homeowner. Excuse me. Um, because they will fail their home inspection. Gotcha. So then the realtor will then call a roofer and say, hey, can you either certify or with a repair or replace the roof? But we don't want to hold up closings too many times. However, repairs are a little bit, they're necessary at times, but they're not always the best option. I mean, if, if, if you're tight on money and that's the, your only option, that's completely acceptable right. and understandable. Uh, the problem with whenever we do repairs on roofs is anytime we go up and touch an existing roofing system, if it's a newer roofing system, say it was just a bad install by the previous roofer, um, if we go up there and do a small repair on it, it voids the, the manufacturer warranty for the roof, oh. which is something not a lot of people know of. Gotcha. Um, but that's important to understand is that... Is that just in Colorado or is that... That's kind of, nationwide. Is it? Okay. Yep. So if uh, doing repairs on roofs are sometimes essential and mandatory, but at the same time, it's, it's not always your wisest decision. So again, okay. dealing with a professional really professional and help you, you yeah, know, determine that kind of navigate those waters okay all right that makes sense i didn't know that actually yeah. um now i'm gonna ask you is it is it a fact or is it fiction that neighborhoods like when you see maybe one one or two neighbors getting their their roof replaced um that there's maybe a replacement cycle and then that's when you're like okay maybe i should take a look at my roof because you're seeing kind of a pattern of neighbors getting their roofs done what do you is that a fact is that fiction that I mean, is is partially both okay um where it is fact is like what i've been doing went down there by the zoo uh here recently is they got hit with a storm and a lot, lot a lot of people knew how significant it was or maybe was out of town or just really didn't have the money for their deductible or whatever it may be right um so they didn't want to move forward with it but now they start to see all their other roofers or all the other roofs around the neighborhood getting done and so the light kind of clicks on for a lot of people at that point which yeah. is important and that's where it is completely true right. um where it's possibly a little bit false but also possibly true is whenever Whenever you're seeing a few different roofs going on in your neighborhood, that could just be where you have an older neighborhood that hasn't really changed, you know, between right. the old roof styles or the new roof styles. So it just kind of every once in a while you have a couple of people do it at the same time. It's just a coincidence, I would call it. Yeah. Um, but most for the time, it's whenever a few or more than a couple roofs are going on in your neighborhood, it's something you probably want to look into. Okay. That makes sense. Now, are there any... Um you know, based off your experience, because I know you've been in the industry for a long time and you've you've seen a lot of things, you've worked in different states and whatnot, and do you have any any other advice or tips or pieces of knowledge or wisdom that you'd like to share, 
you know, with our listeners about this specifically? So to, to, to be honest with you, I mean, there's always kind of ruffled feathers and, and a bad, st- bad stigma around roofing um, because of the fly-by-night guys that pop into town or kind of the sketchy guys that are out there that are <laughs> taking checks and just doing bad business. Um, right. This guy with a reputable roofer, roofer like Capella, um, we do a great job for everyone. I think it goes a long way to protect your, and honestly, it's your biggest asset. So a lot of people don't pay attention to the roof very often. Right. And it, I think that's kind of an under. It's an underappreciated situation. Sure. So. Because that caused more damage if you don't get that. Well, it's it's most people's biggest asset that they own. Yeah. You know, and that's the number one way to protect it is the roof. So if you delay the maintenance side of that, or don't pay attention to it, or just never even look up at it, you're really putting yourself behind the eight ball. That makes sense. Okay. Well, you know, Sean, we appreciate your time coming on here and kind of giving me some. Some wisdom, our listeners, some wisdom on kind of your perspective of this. And uh, we hope that you'll be on with us soon again. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Have a good day. Every time. (laughs) This is why I need to practice this the day before. All right, starting over. We're going to cut all this out.